Hey, After Buzzers, you're watching The Vampire Diaries After Show, Season 7, Episode 21, Requiem for a Dream. Stay tuned as we break down the episode. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This is the house of death. <laughs> So dark. so dark and creepy, and this was Sam's choice, everyone, just so you know. Um, hello, everyone. I'm Tiana Hobson. You can find me at the Tiana Hobson. And joining me tonight, I've got Samantha Davidson. Hey, guys. Sam Davidson here. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43, and I am on the live chat, which I see a lot of you guys are, so keep on chatting. I'll give as many shout-outs as I can. Yes. Um, so it's just going to be the two of us holding down the fort tonight. Katie and Jordana will both be back next week for the finale. Oh, gosh. I can't believe we're already at the finale, but, I mean, we have to get through this episode first. So, let's get into tonight's episode. Um, Requiem for a Dream. Cool title. Cool title. Also the name of a movie, right? Yep. Um, Creepy-ass movie. This was Jake a- Gyllenhaal. Or, no, 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 no. No, that was Donnie Darkoff. Sorry. Uh, Jared Leto, I think. Jared Leto. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with your word on this one. <laughs> um, I want to start with that opening scene because I my mouth was on the floor and Bonnie, you know, she's just been turning to the hunter. She wakes up and she basically is playing nice with Enzo at first and then she snaps his neck, pushes him in a fire and takes one of those fire pit things and slaps off... Um, Caroline's, Caroline's head. head. Oh, and thank you. It was Jarrett Leto and Jennifer Connelly yes. in Requiem for a Dream. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I was like, I jumped off my couch. She was like, what? And then it was just all in her head. Well, after all the originals deaths, I was just like, are they seriously killing Caroline <laughs> off right now? I That's literally, I, I was like, they're just going to chop Caroline's head off. I was like, and <laughs> Julie's getting rid of everybody. <laughs> She's cleaning house right now. I was like, oh, hell no. I rewound it. <laughs> I couldn't. It got, because usually I know if they're dream scenes, but that one really scared that me. That one really scared me. And I was like, I didn't hear anything about either one of them leaving the show. What's going to happen? <laughs> I was like, what a way for Bonnie to start off being a hunter. <laughs> like, she's really got this thing down already. <laughs> but nope. Okay. It Thanks. wasn't real. Whew. Phew. Wipe my brow off on that one. Yeah. But so what's happening with Bonnie right now is that she is not waking up on purpose because her mind is changing all of her memories into bad things about vampires and basically turning her mind against her friends who are all vampires and stuff. So Bonnie's thought process is, I'd rather just not wake up so that I don't have to actually go through with any of this and not accept this. I took it as sort of a body rejecting a new liver yeah, or like kidney a new organ thing. type mm-hmm. of thing. Bonnie's just like, if I just reject this, then I'll just die and life will go on and my friends will stay alive and I won't be the reason they're dead. Well, I think it proves so how smart she is too because mm-hmm. I don't think any other character really would have been able to process all of that in their sleep. No. Well, in their subconscious. Um, and I, I do kind of wish that the witchiness, like something would have been brought up or come into play as far as why the, she can... Well, she can't control it, but why she could control her subconscious 
in that way. And it scared me because honestly, um, that's, I'm scared that like when you die, like that's what happens. You just get stuck in nightmares. Oh gosh. That's like one of my biggest fears ever. So it's scary. And what's scary, but also kind of cool about this one is that we get to see her nightmare over and over again. And there's been times this season when Stefan and Damon were stuck in the Phoenix Stone and we got to live through their loop. But what's cool, not cool, I don't want to use that word, but what's <laughs> interesting about Bonding's experience is that it's not the same thing on repeat every time. And it's actual, some of them are memories of, you know, in high school and all this stuff that are being bended and contrived into like some new memory of evilness and she's kind of a badass in all of them. I'm like, okay, Bonnie. Well, it also proves that like all of her friends basically are vampires because they're the ones that are able to tap into her head and her dreams. Matt can't do that. I mean, basically, Matt is really the only human left. Yeah. And so she's turned against all of her friends who are the ones that are trying to help her. And all the chat is saying that uh, they actually think Bonnie is a scarier huntress than Reyna. I think so, too. And it's mostly because Bonnie knows how they think, knows what their steps will be. Reyna didn't know them. She could see them and feel them, but she didn't know them. And Bonnie knows these guys. She knows what their go-to tricks are and everything. So she's already got... Um, a foot ahead of them. Yeah, but it also just makes it more painful for everybody. As, as oh, yeah. opposed to Raina, like, yeah, she kind of looks like Elena. Um, I let that go. I get it, guys. Um, but <laughs> Bonnie is their actual friend and, like, one of their loved ones. And I think that one of the most devastating things was Caroline and Bonnie. Oh, yes. That was really sad. Um, let's talk about that. Um, so Damon basically... Um, Stefan gives him the idea that Reyna could sense Stefan's humanity and she kept saying she didn't want to do this but she had to so their idea is you know someone needs to go into Bonnie's head and you know convince her that you know you can turn this off you love your friends so Caroline of course is the first one to go in and we see the flashes of Alaric's classroom at the college and He's basically teaching about vampires. Everyone in the class is a vampire. Like, every other person is one. Um, and Caroline shows up and she's like, oh my gosh, is this what you're suffering through every time? And, you know, that's how we learn that her mind is redoing itself. And when Caroline brings up the girls, kind of snaps something in Bonnie's mind where she's like, do the girls know? That you're a vampire? Which is so weird to me because <laughs> that's, like, the most human part about Caroline. Well, I know Caroline has a lot of humanity to her yes. as a vampire, but the girls, to me, are what should be the thing bringing her, like, don't kill Caroline. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I know because, you know, I feel like I know Caroline very well. Me too. And I don't have demon people telling me to kill her like Bonnie does. But what she brings up of, you know, what if you were to lose control and end up hurting one of them or anything like that? And these are real things that could happen. You don't know because you're a vampire what witch might do something to you or what trap you could get left led into, especially these vampires who seem to be, there must be other vampires in the world who are living life just freely and having fun and don't have a problem every week of some yeah. new, like, torment coming to them but she lives in a world where this is a very good point that Bonnie's bringing up you don't know what 
could happen to you down the road that you could end up hurting these girls. But I just feel like if anybody is Kate, I mean, Caroline has not had any, she's not done anything wrong for so long, Mm -hmm. like longer than anybody. So I just, you know, Bonnie marked her first, which, and I did think that Caroline would, I wanted Caroline to be the last one to be the one to really, you know, like, sisterhood, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But they just, like, blew that away really fast. Blew that fast. one away real fast. And apparently now, because there is no more um, Phoenix Stone sword, right. apparently if you just get stabbed with anything Bonnie throws at you, you're now marked. Because they all got stabbed with different items, yet they all have the mark. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really love, like, the whole thing. I think uh, the whole Bonnie thing with her being Rena, I really kind of hope it ends. And I don't, because it doesn't make sense. Because how does she mark them in her dreams? And it's just, it's not exactly, like, adding up. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I just Yeah, I was a little confused as well. And I thought maybe that with the stone being gone and the sword that, you know, we wouldn't have this whole hunter problem anymore. Yeah, and okay, guys, I apologize. You're right. So at the end of season six, Caroline did drop her humanity when her mom died. So, um, she, you guys yeah. are right. Uh, it's not been that long. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, technically it's been three years. Yeah. Maybe four, you could argue. And I, I just don't think that, um, and I think that if her kids die, like, that would be another switch yeah. to turn off just turn to turn off. on yeah um so then the next person who tries is her boyfriend enzo and this one i actually liked um me too i liked the little flash we got because it was high school bonnie mm. with her cheerleader outfit on uh, i love that <laughs> like wait is bon bon back to being a cheerleader i love this i just okay guys i really wanted to see jeremy because i thought that he could understand what she was going through more than anybody i feel like if they continue down this line there is a very real situation for Jeremy to re-enter the world for an episode or two if, you know, he's willing and able to come in and do something. Like, this would be the perfect arc for him to he come back. He wanted to kill his sister, and he was able to control that. Yes. So, he is the perfect person, but also that's going to create a little bit of a rift between her and Enzo. Her Enzo, because you got another love coming back. But I, I enjoyed the flashback because it showed that Bonnie really is, like, so in love with him. Yeah. That was so sweet. I loved seeing them together. Um, and he even brought up, you know, like, they used to make music together. And I was like, is that is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> um, and, you know, this is when she says, like, she would rather die than wake up because she doesn't want to be responsible for, you know, killing her friends. I forget what was it that triggered her here to end up stabbing Enzo. Um, oh God, she she oh, she saw Enzo in the flat. Well, I think she just turned. She just has like a it's she like a like, matter. It's like of you time. say that one thing and then she something in her mind just snaps. It trigger like there's a trigger word for everyone. It snaps and then. She snaps and yeah. then... Yeah, Nicholas Kelly says, Bonnie pulled a Freddy Krueger. Whatever <laughs> happens in Bonnie's dream happens in real life. <laughs> Sam, read this. I'm reading it, Nicholas. <laughs> so true. That is, it is like Freddy Krueger. I didn't even think about it that way. But yeah. It kind of, it's it, scary. It's very scary. Um, and then, you know, leave it to Damon to be the last person to go in. And Damon, Damon at this point, has decided that they are... St- 
stuffing the whole situation and trying to be play nice and what they need is Damon to do what he does and be a jerk and basically force Bonnie to come out of um hiding the thing is though what I and I know fans are gonna yell at me for saying this but hey how many times do they mention Elena this episode a lot they mentioned her a pretty good amount I think the person that really was gonna be able to bring her out of this would have been Elena and Damon was the closest person to that and we couldn't get Nina Dobrev back <laughs> until the f- series finale. So, but really, that's what that was about, right? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was about Elena. I mentioned last week on the show that you know he had Damon had the whole episode to just let Bonnie die from you know Raina's blood, and then when Bonnie's gone, he gets Elena back. But instead, he chose to fight for Bonnie's life to fight to keep her here. So that was pretty selfless of him, in my opinion, as a Damon supporter. But I do want to say, for the fans that are a fan of Damon and Bonnie as a couple, he did say, I love you like Elena loved you. Yes, and I wrote that down because I was like, clearly for all the Bayman fans, they were putting that line in there as like a, they do love each other and we acknowledge that there is love between these two, but it isn't a romantic thing. Maybe it could turn into something down the line, but at this point he is saying, I love you like a sister because that's how Elena loved you too. Mm -hmm. And I was very happy. I love that he had the pause there. Me too, because I was scared. I was like, I love you like Elena loved you. Well, in a way, he's taking on Elena's legacy, doing Mm -hmm. what Elena would have done. That's exactly why Damon has always acted the way he has. But a funny thing I want to point out that I wrote in my notes is that if, let's say, the roles were reversed and Damon was a girl and it was Elena that was still living and it was, if she was living for a man that was, like, put in a coma kind of thing, it would be like, oh, that is so ridiculous. Like, this woman is living for a man and (laughs) and she puts herself away for three years just so she can be with him because she literally cannot exist without him. That is so sexist. Um, That's very true. That's a unique way to look at it. So I just, it makes me see Damon as weak and it annoys me that he still, and and it annoys the rest of his friends, obviously, Mm -hmm. and his brother. I don't know. But someone said, I think Elena's in the vault, which is what I think they want us to think, but no, she's not. I don't (laughs) think she is either. I think the vault just kind of makes you think whatever you want is there. That's so scary. And I just, I want, I mean, they did make a real decision between dreams and reality, but I don't want it to become a big blur. Yeah. Me either. Um, so after Damon gets Bonnie to wake up by being a jerk, um, now Bonnie in her dream never marked him, but she did, like, go for his heart. So mm-hmm. is that how she's now connected to him? Because when she's hunting him in like the awake world now she's like I know exactly where you are I can feel you I can see you but I was like but he did I thought he didn't get marked but I guess because she went for his heart I guess I think maybe it's like a more personal thing for her if that's what it but she she's proving how much she loves Enzo so I if she loves Damon then it needs to be like I loved you so much and now I'm gonna kill you but I don't think that's what it is I think that, I don't understand, like, for me, she should have been more angry at Jeremy for leaving 
then for Damon to, like, put himself away that way. And her anger that she's had has been a little bit crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, and she's found love. She's found somebody else. But it's a friend thing, I guess. But she's had Caroline. Yeah, she's got that, too. Um, but she's, you know, her and... So Matt Donovan. Let's talk about him for a little bit. Sidebar. Um, he's, you know, still looking over Penny's case file and finds out that, you know, there's some action happening at the Salvatore house. So he goes over there and Enzo... <coughs> excuse me. Enzo explains to him, you know, do you really want to go in there and start being a jerk when Bonnie's life is on the line and Bonnie is not a vampire so but she's a witch so did Matt only kick out the vampires or is Bonnie not allowed back in Mystic Falls no either? she is it's just vampires it's just vampires but we're okay with the witch coming yeah, in exactly cool um, smart dude smart Ugh. dude um but you know so he's waiting outside for Bonnie to wake up because he's like, I can't go into your mind like everyone else, so I'm waiting for the old school way to talk to you. Blah, blah, Matt. We get it. You're lame. Um, and he tries talking around, and he's like, I know that you wouldn't want to be the person who kills your friends. And she's like, he's like, I am I can help you. Let me help you fight this. And she's like, okay, I agree. <sighs> but first, we have to kill Damon Salvatore. And brings up, like, his sister and how Damon killed her for sport. I was like, we're going back to, like... Season one. Season one shit? Like, dang. I thought we had moved past this because of... Matt has had plenty of opportunities to get his revenge on Damon for things that he's done to him in the past. Well, okay. Uh, I, I do I do love that storyline with Vicky and Damon season one. That is still one of my favorite scenes <laughs> in TV when he dances, you know, when mm-hmm. he's, like, turning her and she's high on the vampire blood. But so it is something to be, you know, that that's something that's, that's going to stay with you. But at the same time, he's lost so many other people. And Vicky was really messed up. And in a way, she did bring all that on herself. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand why I, I don't understand a lot of what Matt does anymore. And it, it's really funny because it makes the humans, which us viewers are, we're humans, the only one left. We don't understand him, and now we understand the vampires. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Like I don't understand you, human Matt, but yeah. I understand the vampires, <laughs> and I'm on their side. Exactly, and we're hating this guy. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, he. Sets out to help Bonnie out, and Bonnie goes on this hunt for Damon through the woods where they're kind of playing a fun little scavenger hunt game, I guess. Hide and seek would be the better game that they're playing. Yeah. Um, now, they go through a lot, and Damon has this big epic speech that he gives to um, Bonnie about... You know, this one he's like, and I love you the same way Elena loved you. And he leads her to the grave site that they had. He's like, you, you've died. You've come back to life. You've been a ghost. You've been an anchor. You've been all these things. And if this is how I have to go, like, I just, you know, want to please forgive me. Let's go. And you see her for a moment break down. But then she goes right back to like, I'm going to kill you. And then Matt Donovan steps in and knocks her out here okay don't get mad at me guys for asking this question so because uh, bonnie's um witch powers have been dormant on and off are they 
were they back on before she, at all before yes because she stopped taking because she used them last week to open the vault and then to close up the house right so she definitely has her powers which I thought it would be interesting to see now that she's the hunt, hunter do her witch powers still have any stance in things can you be a witch and a hunter or only one but it's not I maybe they just haven't gotten there yet I I mean they need to address it I'm sure they will in the finale and hopefully that is what ends up getting her out of this situation but I I just really wanted her witch powers to be the one the thing that overcame her hurting people Mm-hmm. Or her love for them. Because, again, Raina didn't have that love for the people that, you know, our, yeah. our friends. <laughs> she didn't have that. She didn't <laughs> She didn't appreciate our friends. She wasn't friends with them first. Yeah. Before she came, became a hunter to know that, yeah, they do some screwed up things sometimes. But deep down, at the end of the day, we're all family and we love each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just a dysfunctional family. Yeah. If, like, if it were me and T that got turned into the huntress, like, we would have, like, a big sympathy towards our friends. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I still might kill some of you because I don't like you. Um, but others, like <laughs> would Sam, would be okay. I mean, I'm going to tell them <laughs> that I'm going to kill them. Well, like, that'd be rude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I have to let them think we're still friends right now. Yeah, well... But Sam, you're moving up my list. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Good. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I should really stop joking about killing my co-host. Last week, I told Roxy I was going to kill her, too, for something. <laughs> just something. If you were a vampire, okay? Well, you know, let's. people are talking about Matt on the chat. and What do they say about Mr. Matty Blue Eyes? They say that Zach needs the job, the actor... <laughs> Being a single single father and all, and that, <laughs> <laughs> and that Matt needs a friend. He does need a friend, and um, he doesn't like have a lot of shit going. He just—it's so sad what his character is turned into, and I cannot believe that he has not died yet. I'm just gonna say that. I mean, there's a lot of comparisons, or there were a lot of comparisons when on the originals and Vampire Diaries to Cammy and Matt as the two resident humans. Mm, oh my god. And last week, you know, yeah. we all know what happened on the originals. So, what does that mean for Matt coming up? But what if in an alternate universe, like, they were together? Matt and Cammy. Matt and Cammy. They would be, like, you know, pretty on Mammy? point. Yeah. Everyone hates Matt. Oh, God. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry, sorry, Matt. Sorry, um, Matt. But he did do a good thing here. He knocks out Bonnie. He puts her in the back of his truck. He thinks he has eight hours um, to get her as far away from Damon and the gang. Why does he think that? He's like, this should take her, put her out for eight hours. He put a lot of bull- a lot of um, vermin stuff in her. Apparently, the bitch is like not phased by it at all. But I'm still just confused because she's not technically a vampire. No, but that but Raina was very strong as well. And oh why it's like the Vervain? Yeah. It's a little I odd, huh? Guys, a- please tell me because I'm sure somebody has an answer as to why the Vervain took Bonnie down took when she's Bonnie down. not a vampire. Yeah, but she wakes up in the middle of his drive and strangles Matt and we don't really see him and I was like wait did Matt just die and then I was like no they couldn't have killed him like that it's just like if he's gonna die he's gotta go down epically at this point at this point they're gonna have like a whole episode dedicated to his death of some sort 
Um, well, Omar Scott actually likes Matt. LOL. So good for you, Omar <laughs> Scott. I I feel really bad for Matt. Yeah, now. I feel bad for him. But <laughs> all right. Um, but we have a plan of how to get Bonnie to not be the huntress anymore, and that has to do with severing the link to the everlasting. Problem is. The everlasting are those original pe- bodies of people who gave their lives to Reyna. They're all in the armory, which is under a strict lockdown after Bonnie shut the doors and was like, no one's getting in or out of this place. So how many people is that? Oh, also, guys, sorry. It was apparently a tranquilizer. Oh, trank. Okay. Trank. Uh, so used that to being makes, for vain. Me too. We're, we're very <laughs> used to that. Um, but so is that everybody like hundreds and hundreds of people no because remember she had um nine lives eight lives there was she had nine lives like a cat yeah so it was all the people sitting around the campfire the original day when reyna was turned so it's those bodies yes and they are in the armory which the vault is open in there and bonnie has locked it shut so how do we get in there to sever this link? And then how do you sever the link? Because I feel like you need a shaman or a witch to sever the link. But the only witch we know is Bonnie and she's trying to kill you. So this is something that has uh, bothered me. I We need more witches. That's the thing. Yes. And I think that there are going to be more witches in the <laughs> Got future. It. I'm like the vault, <laughs> the, the thing, the fire. Um, but OK, did we say Lucy Lucy Bennett. She's the one who they did mention her. But she, is she still alive? Is she they, one of the ones in there? Because someone commented once that she died or she's dead, but I think that she's one of the ones in there. Well, because she was friends with the girl who um, Bonnie found in the psych ward. Oh, wait. And they were friends. Someone just said the twins are going to open the... Oh, holy the twins. Balls. Wow. Coming into their magical powers That's early on. That's what everyone is saying. The babies, the twins, they're going to be the ones, the siphoning twins that are going to be able to figure it out. Oh. Okay, sorry. Go on with what you were saying. No, I don't even know what I was saying now because that just blew my mind. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That is crazy. Someone so said, I bring th- back Tessa, the best witch on TVD. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else said Lucy's dead, so I'm confused. Yeah, everyone says she's dead. She is dead but you know we've seen people fake come back to life before and stuff i don't know how this is it's very interesting that they would mention lucy for just that one line and usually if they do something like that it's like remember because they even did previously on and they had a clip of lucy so it's like usually when they do that they're setting you up to bringing a character back i want to see that actress back yeah that would actually be a lot of fun um, speaking of the siphoning babies, Caroline and Stefan, we gotta just talk about this. So, first of all, Alaric wants Caroline to go back home with him. She's like, no, I have to see her with my best friend and be here with her. We can't leave the babies with the babysitter another night. They need their mom or their dad. Like, basically, she bullies Alaric into going home. Then she gets marked by Bonnie. Then Stefan kidnaps her. <laughs> He knocks her out and... That's love, you know? And kidnaps her. (laughs) He doesn't take her too far because you can't get on a plane with a lady who's passed out, even if you're a vampire. Um, They're going to look at you a little suspect at that point. So by the time she wakes up, she's at an airport hotel. (laughs) And Sorry. I don't know why. So romantic. This is so funny to me that Stefan 
straight up kidnaps Caroline. I get it. <laughs> Dude, I get it because she will finally start to understand why he did what he did because she's going to have to do it to her own family. Well, I mean, at first she says she's even more mad at him because now she understands, like, the thing that he, the decision he had to make and the fact that he made it without her and it just goes into this whole thing i was thinking about i was like as a single lady i don't have this problem but my friends <laughs> who are in relationships and married and so on it's like when i'm when i say oh we should go do this and then she's like oh yeah let me check with so-and-so to see what our plans <laughs> are for it and i'm like aren't you your own person still girl like, i'm so there with you <laughs> but you know i'm not in a relationship so i'm not thinking about you know oh let's make sure that you know we don't have anything planned like when my friend tells me oh i can't go on that trip with you guys for that weekend because my girlfriend wants to go here instead i'm like well if she wants to go there you let her go there and you go to where you want to go like be your own person exactly but you know caroline made me think about it a lot today tonight and she's like this is, you know, a problem that, like, I should go talk to Rick about. Because but it's also it's... about children, okay? Yes. If the kids were not there, she would not be phoning it into Rick. And that that's is true. the truth. And the sad truth, because she does not love Rick. I mean, she didn't say that she did love him, but she also didn't say that she didn't yeah, love him. Yeah, she didn't want to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And she did mention Klaus, too. You know, she was like, I even went to Klaus for, for help, who's nowhere to be found. They are making so many references on both shows about the other show right now that... What did Katie and I, I call it? The um, the original Vampire Diaries. Yes. <laughs> that I just can't wait to see how this all links up because... Caroline for life drink I don't care I said it oh god um. you're Roxy now no but it's true uh, a bunch of the people were talking like oh she mentioned him she, she mentioned him brought him back up I think that you know everybody has two loves maybe I and think you can love more than one person in life yeah, I mean, well, especially if you're a vampire, then yeah. I mean, you're gonna love a lot of people. <laughs> you got a couple centuries worth of love you gonna yeah. find. Oh God, I would love so many people. It'd be awesome. Yeah, but um, someone, uh, let's see, uh, Andre Kizzo says Caroline needs some alone time, but then she'd die. So this is true. I think also. she needs protection. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I'm just thinking about this conversation between Caroline and Stefan and how they. How she's starting to see it, and then she also doesn't understand it at the same time. And, I mean, she even calls Stefan out, you know, you usually let people make their own choices. And he said, when it comes to life and death, I don't let people that I love decide their own fate. She's like, well, what about Elena? Another reference to Elena. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, well, I let her make her own decision, and and then I lost her. She died. So, I love you, and I'm not going to let you just die because I've lived with this mark before and blah 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 and she's like well I mean you weren't living too shabby of a life because all your notes came from like Paris and you know mm-hmm. Bali and My all these ties. places she didn't mention Valerie though but she didn't she I mean that is I think that's what hurt the most is that he was with like another woman the entire Who time he had been in love with be previously Oh, jeez. I mean, I'm just glad she's gone. I'm not going to lie. Just noticing even more how the these storylines are growing together because, you know, eventually Caroline does realize that she can't put her children at risk in this way and get them involved. So she does run off with Stefan. And I'm just thinking, 
Okay, so she runs off with the guy who she used to be in love with, leaving her fiancé, Rick, here alone. Stefan ran off with a girl that he used to be in love with, leaving his current love, um, Caroline, at home. Do you think... Do you think that Caroline and Alaric have ever had sex, actually? No. Because didn't they talk about this in one of the episodes? Well, about they how slept they in different sleep beds. in different rooms and nothing physical is really happening. Then why is Alaric, like, so He's... intent on, like... I feel like for Alaric, it's seeing a woman who's come in and stepped in and loves his children as her own and is really there for him in a caring way and we know that Alaric falls hard. When he falls, he falls hard. He's never been like a one foot in, one foot out kind of guy. He's he's all in. And you can see you can you know that Caroline is not all in. And now especially with Stefan back in the picture, it's just gonna get sloppy. But I think one of the scariest things of tonight's episode was when Bonnie calls Caroline and it's like I can see you, and I will come find you, and I will tear, rip you to shreds, or something like that. I was like, this dark Bonnie is so amazing and so scary at the same time, because, you know, we've heard about the Bonnie who's not going to take crap from anyone anymore and not going to be walked all over, and this isn't the person I wanted her to turn into, but I'm kind of glad she's standing up for herself finally no i i think that she can stand up for herself like for in different ways and different it's sad and i i'm i'm scared that she because essentially you know she's basically telling caroline you can't be a mom anymore or else i'm gonna put your kids at risk and that's terrible and think about if caroline ever had to make the decision between her kids which bonnie said she's like they're not even your kids how dare you Mm -hmm. and like Bonnie, what if Caroline needed to make needed to make that decision? You know, yeah, she would choose her kids. Yeah, she would. She definitely would. Um, and I, I mean, it, I cried when she had to talk to the girls and she was saying goodbye, and they're like, "Mommy, when are you coming home?" And I was like, "Okay, Tiana, keep it together." Well, and- it's exactly what the fans are saying, and everyone in the chat that the the kids are going to be way more valuable than we think. Yeah. I feel like in the last few months. Well, because we were seeing flash forwards to three years ahead of time, and I feel like the girls weren't that big, and now they seem a lot older, and they're talking, talking. and all this stuff, and I'm like, did they, maybe we just haven't seen them in a while, so I forgot how big they are, um, but yeah, I think the girls are definitely going to come into play, they, they're they so adorable, um, especially with Rick basically offering up like no come here and we'll run we'll run as a family we'll take the girls with us and then caroline's like you realize how ridiculous that sounds yeah like what if the girls got killed and then what would he do he would hate her and Mm -hmm. she would hate herself and it would be it would be no bueno so i mean she takes off with stefan and they're headed to maine and then nova scotia so who knows what type of romance romance might (laughs) be re-sparked there I mean, it kind of reminded me, I I think maybe it was season two or season three, when um, Catherine and Stefan end up going on a semi-road trip, mm. and there were some things that went down in a motel. I don't know, but I think it's going to be a lot more genuine and sweet than that was, but I mean, this is like a good thing for Stefan, yeah, for sure. definitely good for Stefan. She still hates him, but we all know that hate 
sex love. is kind of really hot. So, oh yeah. And absolutely. if she hasn't been sleeping with a lark over the last three years, then she needs it. She's mama's gonna be hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into our predictions. Ooh. Can't believe next now, week's the finale. Right? Because they just dropped this huge bomb on us about needing to get into the house that Bonnie sealed off, which we all saw coming. Like, she sealed off a house. We're going to need to get in there for something. And then we only have one episode to figure this all out. We have one hour to get a bunch of answers. And I feel like next week we're not going to get those answers. Well, at least we all know that this is renewed for season eight. So we have some time to explain things. I think they're going to mess with our brains. Um, in this last episode because they know that they are going to at least have time to wrap it up, continue it. I don't know. But I think there's going to be a lot of people in the vault, in the house, that are going to be coming back from the dead. Yeah. That we didn't, that we haven't seen in a while. Mm -hmm. So I'm sticking with my prediction from last week, which was, why can't I think of Enzo's cousin's name um, who's in... Alex? Or no, no, no. No, not Alex. Um, that's in the vault. Yeah. No, not the one in... Yeah, Alex, who, yeah, the who one runs that was the armory. Here yeah, here last week. Who was here last yes. week. Yes. So my prediction was that whatever is in the vault, I don't think is an actual person or thing. I think it's more of like a spirit or a haunting type of thing. And I think that whatever that thing is, it's going to infiltrate Alex's body to have like a human factor in the world and that Alex is going to be some sort of like super evilness because in the flashback that we saw of like the great grandfather you know how it took over him and he became this horrible person I think that whatever it is is going to start living inside of Alex and we'll see her next week like super crazy weird but that place looks insane in there in the previews for next week. Like, I'm kind of scared to watch it alone next week. (laughs) Like, I'm like, are things going to be jumping out at me? Are voices... Like, what's going to be happening? Well, a lot of people also in the chat think that there, even though there's a discrepancy between this, another Stefan doppelganger is in there. Oh, no more doppelgangers. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, chat about these doppelgangers. And yes, (laughs) that the the twins will be the ones opening it up and um some people think there might be another time jump perhaps i'm done with that you know guys i'm done with the time jumps i just want to be present with everybody i feel like this season did a had a lot of catching up for us it was hard for us to yeah to really keep keep up so i still because of the jumping my mind has confused a lot of the memories like wait was that a flash forward a flash backwards like a Word is a dream. I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. No more doppelgangers. Everyone says no more time jumps. <laughs> Let's hope so. But you want to know what? We never know. You never know. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our show. Sam, where can the good people find you? Hey, guys, you can find me online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at SamD43, and Snapchat at SamDavidson25. And you can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you check out all of AfterBuzz TV's amazing shows that we put on every single week for you guys. Check out our brand new website that just went up last week, AfterBuzzTV.com. We're now on Snapchat at AfterBuzzTV. So make sure you follow us and find us and like us and comment on our videos and posts and tell us how pretty we are. 
<laughs> always, always that. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week for the season finale of The Vampire Diaries. We'll be doing the show Sunday at 8 p.m. So make sure you tune in and we'll see you then. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.